Hey everyone, and welcome to our bonus slash sneak peek episode of our upcoming podcast, Good, Bad, Bad, Good. Today we're going to be talking about what our vision is for this podcast and giving you a little bit of more knowledge about who we are as the hosts. My name is Travis Orozco, and I am a director and producer. With me is... My name is Brian Ossip, and I'm a video editor. I'm Kylie Namai, and I'm an actor and a writer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your filmmaking history, Travis? Yeah, so I went to college to become an actor, and I studied acting. And then I realized I don't want to do that. And I'd rather be on the other side of the camera. So after a few years of struggling at that, I decided to become a director and producer, which I have been for... I think about seven years now, and I've probably made seven or eight short films where I've e- either directed or produced. And how about you, and you also Ryan? went to what? film school. Oh, well, yeah, 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 that too. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, after, yeah, 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 after sure. studying acting, I uh, went to grad school and got a master's in post-production. So I actually know more about editing than Brian, who is our I mean, video that's, editor. That, to be fair, that's not saying much. <laughs> you know, most people do. <laughs> so I did not go to school to be an actor like Travis. And Kai. My dad tells me all the time I've got a face made for radio. So, you know. Oh. Sad. Well, what I my response is, well, whose fucking fault is that, Dad? Yeah, right. You know, and then he dude. says, "Your mom." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, actually, yes. So yeah, I, uh, as I said, I'm a video editor. I also have worked on a number of short films, uh, including this wasn't video editing work, but I played a voice in one of Travis's short films. It's the closest I've came to being an actor, I guess. And I've been working professionally for 16 years, which makes me feel really, really old. <laughs> So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> what about you, Kai? Yeah, um, I started acting um, in theater at age seven because my uh, second grade teacher told my parents that I had too much energy and they needed to find some place to put it. Um, and I got to play a video game Martian on stage and I thought that was the coolest thing ever and realized people do this for a living. And then now in my life, I'm like, people do this. I don't know if it's for yeah, a living. A living? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I grew up doing theater, started writing plays when I was in high school, uh, went to college for drama, uh, then moved out to LA about 11 years ago and still writing, still, you know, acting. I've made a, and I, you know, I've worked on both sides of the camera. I like to um, help out with all sorts of collaborative storytelling projects. Kai and I acted in the most beautifully photographed scene ever put to camera. What are you, what scene? For your reel. Oh, God. I actually was thinking about the play that you, that Annie and I wrote and produced. We also acted in a play together back in in, uh, 2012 in Santa Monica. God, 2012. Yeah, so 2012 or 2013. Yeah, I know. Damn, y'all are old. Yeah. So old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't we go through and talk about like what makes a good, good movie, first and foremost, to both of you? Kai, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, What makes a good, good movie is um, when everything hits, right? That um, everything comes together. The lighting is great. The cinematography is great. The score is on point. The wardrobe is amazing. The makeup is wonderful. The acting works. The direction is clear. You know, all of it. The story is there, obviously. But also something that makes a good movie for me is, is the heart of a film. If it makes me feel something, 
something when I watch it. I am that person that loves to cry and loves to laugh out loud and scream when I watch movies. When it's an experience, uh, you know, makes me feel something. And for you, Brad? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with all of that. I don't even necessarily have anything to add other than... Cool. I would say, excuse me, I said other than... <laughs> I'm not done. Other than rewatchability, mm. I think something that I consider a good, good movie is something... Uh, not strictly for good, good movies. There are good, bad movies and you know that I will still rewatch, but something that I look forward to watching or that I want to watch. You know, like there are certain movies that I've seen a million times because when I had cable, it'd be on, and so you just watched it. A good, good movie is something that I think you want to watch. You know, like you might just be sitting around and be like, "Oh, I'm going to go put on." whatever movie it is. So I think that's a big part of it for me as well. You also have mentioned a couple times, I feel like, that you're you're real, you're in it for entertainment value too. Like if it's a, like you love a good popcorn movie if it's just pure entertainment. I do. Yeah. I do. Sometimes I just love to turn my, I mean, that's one thing I love about movies is when you can just turn your brain off and not really have to think. You can kind of be t detached from the real world. So not all the time. I mean, Sometimes you want to think, sometimes you want to be moved. But yeah, there are definitely times where I just want to sit and turn my brain off and just be entertained for sure. What about you, Travis? For me, um, I feel like I go on the op opposite side of the spectrum from Brian in terms of of rewatchability. I think good, good and like great movies I don't want to watch over and over again because I want to give it time in, in between like seeing that movie or, or like seeing because if it impacted you in such sure. a way yeah, it's yeah. hard to rewatch again yeah. sometimes but also just sometimes like 2001 Space Odyssey I won't watch like more than like once every 18 months or something like that I don't know like once every two years or something like that I'm also not saying I rewatch these movies every day either <laughs> yeah I was like <laughs> <laughs> no I I know that and that I think rewatchability is like important though too. Cause like, you know, I won't rewatch 2001 A Space Odyssey or Clockwork Orange to stick with Kubrick, you know, but I will rewatch like The Dark Knight over and over and over or, or something of like that value, which is like still very entertaining and still very moving and like a good, good movie. But I do feel like the films that I gravitate towards are more of the kind that I hold in high regard and want to give it time in between viewing. Yeah, like why don't you list some examples? Nice segue. A lot <laughs> a lot of the Kubrick films that I just mentioned, a lot of Wong Kar Wai films. And if the listeners can't tell, the reason I wanted Kai and Brian to be on this podcast is to balance out my film snobbery <laughs> because you all will realize how much of a snob I am and I understand that. I'm like, good, good movie, dumb and dumber. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I fucking love that movie. But a lot of this goes to like my film school education as well. You know, like I... I like Sunset Boulevard and and The Graduate and Chinatown and all the uh, and like Rashomon and Eight and a Half and all the classic you know benchmark cinema films. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that that's it for good good. Now jumping into bad bad. Oh, can't so we, we list don't even our good good? Get to name our good good movies. I thought you did, Brian. We didn't. We didn't. Oh. No. <laughs> Our turn. Go, Brian. Go. Well, so uh, Trav already mentioned The Dark Knight. That would definitely be one for me. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Back to the Future movies are Chef's Kiss. American History X. Ooh, yeah. Good one. Yeah. You would like that one, Brian? I would. Because um, I just like watching people get curb stomped. 
<laughs> Wait, no. And uh, that's just how people never tune yeah. into an episode ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm very sarcastic. You'll learn this. There are others, but that's a good enough list for now. I have got a lot of them. True Romance, uh, Parenthood with Steve Martin, uh, Saturday Night Fever, Parasite. Oh, I, I said 10 Things I Hate About You. We were talking about that the other day. Um, <laughs> call Me By Your Name. Uh, yeah. Get Out. Oh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, call Me By Your Name. It's so like, good. That's, a mo- that's one of those movies that like I have seen that twice and probably won't watch it for another five years because literally I'm sobbing by the end of it. But like it's such the a final good shot. Cr- and he's so like cathartic. looking at the fire. Oh, oh, it was so good. Yeah, I think I, I named I named a bit. Yeah. Okay. So sorry that I jumped ahead before, but since we're with you, Kai, what are some bad, bad movies for you? Some bad, bad movies. I, you know, it's interesting. I feel like bad, bad movies. I don't. I can't even remember because I've just decided. I've chosen Walk them out of your mind. to forever forget them. Yeah. Uh, come back to me. Okay, Brian. Uh, I. I've- I think I've said this before, but Trauma Center starring (laughs) Bruce Willis is the first one that comes to mind because I've watched it relatively recently, like within the last year, I think it was, and it was just fucking god-awful. It was just everything about it was terrible. Uh, And there are probably others, but I feel like um, just like Kai, I've tried to block them out of my mind. Cool. One of the uh, worst films I have seen recently, and I feel like a lot of people that are listening might hate this, but Kai and I actually went and saw Elvis and I thought it was one of the worst movies I have seen in a I long time. I would say it was a bad, bad movie, but I, it was. I, not I, I think a it was a bad, bad movie. movie. <laughs> I thought it was a bad, bad movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. It was like two and a half hours, and it felt like six and a half hours of getting my fingernails. I would say the one plucked. thing about that movie, though, is just that, like, I went in wanting an experience where I was learning the history of Elvis, and I didn't get that whatsoever. However, this movie was maybe made for the fans that already know everything about Elvis. He's a pretty well Never heard of him. Dude. But it also felt very anxiety See, I, this, this is a whole different tangent for, like, another, another episode. Maybe we should, maybe do, we should do that. That one. But like there was no there was no direction and like this just goes to my definition of a bad bad like there was no clear direction and not just from a directorial standpoint but like nothing was cohesive about that film and I feel like that's usually what makes up a bad bad movie for me it's just incoherent from like all the different collaborative elements of filmmaking right it feels like nobody's on the same page yeah yeah, yeah. and yet that comes through in a film which is yeah a good good film it's like so amazing and there's such magic there because you know how many thousands of people had to come together and how many team heads had to like be in the same have have the same voice essentially and that's like such a challenging thing to do yeah yeah and here on good bad bad good we will not be talking about either of these types of movies (laughs) We'll be talking about everything in the middle. So what the three of us are going to be focusing on are movies that are that 60, 70 percent Rotten Tomatoes, maybe even 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, where some people liked it, some people didn't. And we're going to dissect and debate and figure out whether it really leaned into the fact that it was a bad movie and it was bad enough to be good or if it was just not there it was so close it was it was a good movie in essence but like a few things could have just made it even that much better and they missed the mark on it am i missing anything no no i mean i just want to say uh you know we all 
it's fun to talk about these things and to nerd out about these things because we all respect this art form so much and totally recognize how challenging it is to make a film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we should end. Yeah, we should end on that very serious note of like we are not trying to tear anyone down. Ditto. We are not trying to make ourselves feel we, we are not we trying to make ourselves feel like we are better than any of the artists that we were talking about because I think all three of us would probably give anything to Work be in any of, of the people's yeah. shoes that we're going to be talking about. But, you know, when you make art, art is made to be, like, enjoyed but also critiqued. And that's what we want to do here on Good, Bad, Bad, Good. Yeah, and because we're just entertaining, I find. Yeah. Like, I listen to our episodes back and I'm like, yep. oh, my God, we're hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so tune in to hear all of our awesomeness. <laughs> We're freaking awesome. Yes, so thank you for listening to this little sneak peek slash look behind the curtain on like how we think about films. And we hope you listen to the season premiere next week on September 6th. You can follow us on all social media at goodbad underscore badgood. You can follow me on all social media at Travis underscore Orozco. You can follow Kai at Kylie and Amai on the gram. And you can follow Brian at Bossip on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Just stealing my line. I got to come up with something else now. Bye. I've stolen it. <laughs> oh, are we done? Good Bad Bad Good is an Ex Nihilo production. Original theme music and sound engineering done by Jen Star Hacker. Find her at hackersoundmusic.com. Opinions expressed are solely that of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views of any entity they represent.